the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, this is the beginning of the second hour of our show every Saturday. We're talking about car, car repair, anything that you'd like to ask us. Perhaps you want to ask us about a uh, what you were told by a shop. Please don't name the shop. Just say, this is what I was told, and we're going to discuss that. A lot of times the, the shop says you need something, and my response or Dave's response might very well be, well, that comes with a symptom. Do your does your car do this? And that's the kind of conversation we can have. And and I've got Rick standing by and Rick, I'm gonna be with you in about forty five seconds. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is up in North Phoenix. He's off the I seventeen in Pinnacle Peak. Nate is strictly diesel service and repair. He really knows diesels. He can walk up I'm just teasing you, he can walk up and talk to the motor without raising the hood. He is really, really good. So I'm really pleased to have him as part of our best car repair shop list because diesel shops are hard to find. So if you have a diesel, a Ford, a Chevrolet, the Duramax, or any of the Dodges, well, there's only two, five, nine, and six, seven. If you have any of the problems that they've got or a, a problem that no one else has been able to find, um, I can virtually guarantee you that Nate can find the root of the problem and depending on the estimate then you know, he can fix it. So nevertheless, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Let's go to Rick. Rick, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning to you. I have a Hummer H2, and I was getting a vibration underneath. And so I climbed underneath, and I wiggled the um, exhaust pipe where the the tail pipe goes into the muffler itself, I uh-huh. guess. And there, it's a, I can physically wiggle it. And it looks like the weld is broken, um, like halfway through where the tailpipe goes to the muffler. Uh huh. And I was wondering if you have somebody that um, you know that I, to, to be able to tell if it can be welded or has to be replaced. Um, do you have a Let shop me, that? Okay. What part of town are you in? I'm based Sixty uh, Seventh Avenue in Bell. Okay. I think. Um, you obviously have a muffler shop, so do I. Yeah. But this is not applicable for your Central Phoenix, and I'm I'm South um, South Valley. I can go anywhere. Okay, but here here let me let me guide you. There's a lot, there's four or five shops around you, so you call them up, and this is what it sounds like. My mom lives in your area, <laughs> and okay. and uh, and she's got this noise that the neighbor guy said that it's where the one of the exhaust pipes connects to something else, and I know my mom drives a Hummer, but that's she just feels safe in it. Where would you send my mother in your geographical area? And then once you get a muffler shop that they, comes out of the shop's mouth of two or three shops, then that's where I'd go. 
So just call wow. a couple of shops in that geographical area and just say to them, I'd like somebody to look at this and see if it can be fixed or if we actually have to replace the muffler and the front side of the tailpipe. I don't know. I'm in uh, Kansas City. Okay? So okay. hit star gotcha. 7 before you call them on your cell phone because they're <laughs> going to know. <laughs> they're going to know you're an error. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not unethical. No. It's it's an opportunity for you. I, I don't mind those kinds of calls. Yeah. We none of my staff minds those kinds of calls, especially if it's like a convertible top. Hey, who do you have fixed convertible yeah. tops? Well, that's not something that we do, what, one a year? One every five years? Yeah. But we do know in our geographical area who that might be. So you're, where did you say you were at, 60th and? 67th Avenue and Bell. Okay. Who have I got up there? Um, call Mike's Auto Tech. Call Mike's Auto Tech and ask Mike's Mike and tell him, um, you talked to another shop down on uh, 16th Street, South Indian School, and Dave said he he doesn't really know, um, you know, a carburetor from a starter, but um, you 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 thought you'd try him anyway. You know, when they do that, when we, when you give them that, as soon as they open that door, you know yeah. that Dave sent them. Yeah. So it, it's automatically the customer's kind of elevated to a, a level of okay, we're going to make Dave proud of us. Yeah. We're going to have And I know Mike, too. Mike's a good guy. Yeah, no, he is a good guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think, now Mike may want to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. And if that's the case, then take it by and let him look at it. So, well, you're going to have to be the brother of the guy that called, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not suggesting everybody start lying, but I think you can see that if we manipulate a little bit of the story, we're probably going to accomplish our goal. And it's not for some nefarious reason. Yeah. It's not for anything like that. Anyway, Rick, good luck to you. Good luck. Thank you much. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's, um, oh, we got another caller, and that's Gil's air gun out there. Gil, go ahead. And say hello to Sadiq. Sadiq, how can I help you? Good morning. Good. I have a question for you. Okay. Subaru out, Outback 2000. Sometimes I have a hard time to start, not every day, but someday. Okay. What could be the problem? Okay, now this is exactly front counter stuff, okay? Now, Sadiq, I need to talk to you about what's going on. When you hit the key normally, when you hit the key, it goes, ruh, 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 ruh. yes? No, just one click and that's it. Okay, I know, what, but I said normally. When everything oh, is okay, you hit the key and it goes, ruh, 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 right? Start immediately. Yes, fine, when fine. Okay, when it's acting up, what I hear you saying is, is when I hit the key, it just clicks. Right? You can hear a click? Yes, one click and that's it. Okay, and that's it. So it doesn't go, rrr, 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 rrr. it's not cranking no. the motor over. You just hit the key and there's a click. Okay. Yeah, just click and nothing else. Okay, now, in order for you to get it to start, what do you do? Do you just keep turning the key and clicking and clicking, and then all of a sudden it works? Just, just clicking. Okay. Try, okay. try, try, and and get starting, and after that it starts immediately okay. each time. Okay. How many miles are on your Subaru? Uh, 155. Okay. Have you ever put a starter in it? Just before a couple of months. Okay. A couple of months ago? Okay. And you, did you have this problem before you put the starter in? Yes. I was thinking it was starter. And 
before the start, the uh, problem was when his engine hot and I shut down hot. Okay. And I was thinking he started problem and I changed, started put new one and was fine for maybe one month. And after that start, when it's hot, but later start also when it's cold in the okay. morning. Okay. When it clicks, what that says is, is we use a little bit of electricity to fire up I, the solenoid. I, I turn on the lights and I watch. Nothing change on lights, all, all bright when I try to okay. start. Okay. Well, the clicking noise means the solenoid is talking, but it's not really activating the starter. When you put a starter in, did you do the solenoid and the starter, or did you just replace the starter motor and use the old solenoid? I replaced complete. Okay, good, good, good. It's When you have a click and you don't change the headlights intensity, which is kind of a good clue, then we're not engaging the starter. We're not asking the starter to spin, otherwise the headlights would dim. So, um, and and can you get can you get close enough to the starter with a hammer? Yes. Okay. Here's what I would do if I were you. You get in the car I and you try. hit the key. I what? try. You tried what? I tried what? to hit starter. Okay. Did you have your wife turning the key on and holding it on to no, the start position? No, I, I usually in post office by cell, so I hit a couple times starter and try to start. Okay. That that's not that's not what we need. We we need somebody holding the key on, and then the other person tapping the starter. And then if oh. it works every time you tap it, then you know then we got a problem with the starter or the solenoid. There, there's so much to this, Dave. Yep. We have to check the voltage at the top of the solenoid. Yep. We cannot have it be. It needs to be twelve eight to thirteen to start with. Then when you hit the key to the starter, it cannot drop below nine point six. So that's going to test the battery and the connections. So there's a, an electrical systems test that you must do with meters, and you have to have it happening. Um, it could be a bad ground. It could be where we've lost the ground from the frame to the engine, and so we're trying to ground it through the accelerator cable, stuff like that. So let me change the question, Dave. So he brings it in to you, and he says to you, it'll happen, I'm going to leave it with you for a couple hours. Uh, I want you to, how much is your electrical systems check to check, and it's all the same, alternator, battery, and starter. Alternator, battery, and connections. And connections. You've got to check all the connections. Okay. 75 bucks. Okay. And I think almost everybody's at 50 to 100, and I didn't prompt you on that. No, no, I I get it. You're right in the middle of the market. Right, I am. And what's your chances of success? Of finding it? Yeah. Good. If it's happening. If it's happening. If absolutely. every time, if oh, it, absolutely. If it'll click a couple of times, we're ready for it. Yeah. So we're hooked up all over the car, and we're ready. Yeah. And we've got one tech at the front, one tech on the side, one tech on the side, and somebody inside the car. And so we're we're ready for it to happen. And we've got at least one meter on it. Yeah. We could have a meter on the starter, an amp draw meter. We could have an inductive amp probe. We could also have a voltmeter on the starter and a voltmeter on the battery. But one of the first things we're going to do is we're going to do a volt drop test on the connections on the battery. Yeah. And But see, he said that in, there was no change of intensity. So if we're losing the connection, we should have the light go, the headlights go out right. and come back on slowly. So those are the kinds of experience that, that, that needs to happen. And I'm sorry you uh. changed the starter because that, that um, it probably could have been fixed without that. Okay, so. yeah, I guess. But I am confused. 
For example, last three days it started no problem any time, but this morning won't start. So okay. after maybe five minutes, I try, try, and finally it starts, and I immediately shut down and start every time after that. Okay. We can't fix it based on what you said. We can answer the question you had after we fix it. Yeah. So, Mark, why did it it starts on a regular basis and then all of a sudden it doesn't? Well, you had a bad ground. You had this. You had that. That's going to cause it intermittently to work and intermittently not to work. And I had the I held the the uh, key on and I had him gently tap the starter and nothing happened. But every time he touched the solenoid with a light tap of the hammer, boom, it went. It it started. So we're not going to fix it based on what you just said. We're going to fix it by getting it to happen, and we're going to be able to have all of our meters on there, and we're going to know why we're not getting the appropriate voltage to the starter or the solenoid, because the battery connects to the starter, and the starter connects to the solenoid. So we've got that going on. But anyway, good luck to you, buddy. But like I said, 50 to to $100 around town, and that's a pretty, pretty good idea. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and we have five. And Mark and Dave are sitting here, and we're feeling kind of bad. Are your feelings hurt? Yes. Okay, because no one's calling in. Yes. Now, listen, if you want to talk about marriage counseling, we can handle that as well. Okay? <laughs> if your kids are acting up, we can handle that as well. We like cars, and, and we like car questions. But if you need a psychiatrist, I'm happy to put my hat on, and, and we'll see what we can do for you. 602-508-0960. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Wouldn't it be great if everything came with more? Like if your new computer came with unlimited tech support. When you choose a Medicare plan from United Healthcare, you get more. Like plans that have dental and vision coverage, plus hearing coverage. Call United Healthcare at 1 800 364 1360 to get Medicare with more. Remember, Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Benefits and availability may vary by plan and location. More plans based on a year over year comparison of United Healthcare plans. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. We're in the midst of a hotly contested election with arguments about recounts, the legitimacy of ballots, and potential legal challenges somewhat reminiscent of Bush versus Gore. What should we do about all of this? First, we should be clear on what not to do. Don't give yourself over to anxiety. Worry does not add a single hour to your lifespan or one vote to the tally of your favorite candidate. Instead, work and pray. 
Work on your daily responsibilities. Build up your family, your house of worship, your business, your friendships. That's the long game. Then pray for a just outcome and that the law will be followed. Keep your health, your faith, your relationships, and live to fight another day. The battle for our nation is a long one, and victory belongs to those who persevere and who keep their heads. Peace be with you. I'm Jerry Boyer. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open. Don't speak with your mouth full. Keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Oh, it's 20 minutes after, well, 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Dave Martin from 16th Street South of Indian School, Martin's Auto, and Mark Salem here at your service. And really quick, let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair. It's the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend. I've known Brian and Thelma, and I know their parents, and we date back to the late 60s. And their parents were involved in car repair in Mesa. And I respected both of their families, the Vivian and the Thompsons. I respected them, and I got to see what ethics were all about. And Brian and Thelma, they demonstrate family ethics. So if you're in Mesa, they're on Main Street, just east of Stapley. It's the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend. It doesn't mean there's not good shops there. It's just I know and I can recommend them with all the confidence in the world. Thompson's Auto Repair. All right, let's go to the phones. Gail, good morning. Good morning. Hi, I'm just calling to say um, I noticed there's not very many people calling here your um your radio show yes, and ma'am. it it's because everybody else is onto the the politics <laughs> you know they're, they're all going crazy with the politics and i'm i'm done with that and so i'm listening to your show <laughs> and Gail, i, I want to huh you wouldn't what? believe this uh-huh. at the break dave turns to me and he goes gosh every time i've ever been here we've just had the lines packed and i said to him I think it's the politics yeah. that's robbing <laughs> us from callers. Gail, and then you call in and you say the same thing. You know, there's got to uh-huh. be a Jesus out there. Or, or, well, Brill- brilliant minds think alike, Mark. Oh, gosh, Gail, that <laughs> is so funny. We just had that yeah. conversation. Well, well I want to um, thank you for, for being on the air because then I don't have to listen to politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we serve some purpose. <laughs> yes. and, oh, and gosh. Learned, and I learned some things, too, you know, and... And uh, I'm at home. We're at home all the time. I have to make sure that I drive both of the cars once a week, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and okay. we get gas no more than once a month, whereas I used to get it three times a week. <laughs> wow! Now, what part of so, town are you in? We're in Maryvale. Oh, Maryvale! I don't yeah. have anybody yeah. up there, it, do I? Um, huh? I, do you travel any other place other than Maryvale? Go to the kids' house well, or? Yeah, no, no, our kids are all far away, so we go okay. to, um, I go up to Peoria to go grocery shopping, because uh-huh. those are the, the stores I like, 
And okay. um, we just, I just generally stay nearby because we're in oh. our 70s. And, okay. And um, can you write me an email? Will you? Sure. Okay. It's easy because it's Mark with a K. Mark uh-huh. at MarkSalem, like the cigarette, dot com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Here's why uh-huh. I'm asking you to do that. You made uh-huh. both of us laugh. I'm going to buy your next oil change. I just need to know where we're going to send you, and then I'll call and pay for it in advance. So I don't oh. want anything from you. I'm doing this because um, I need all the help I can get, because when I knock on the door, he's going to have his hands on his hips, and, <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to say, well, wait a minute. I bought Gail an oil change, but no, I, I, I'm being silly, but um, I'd like to do uh-huh. that for you. So um, if you'd send me an email and give me your phone number, I'd like to call you and set that up, okay? Okay. Thank you, Gail. It's going to be a while before we need it. but (laughs) That's okay. Okay. Nope, that's okay. okay. I can handle it. I can handle it. Well, I enjoy your your show. Even if I don't understand a lot about cars, I learn a lot. Well, and thank you for that. Thank you very much, Gail. Thank you. Rudy, you're up next. How can I help you? Um, Good Good morning. Um, I've got a 2003 Honda CRV, all-wheel drive. It's in pretty good shape, even though it has 188,000 miles on it. And what I get is when I go and make a right-hand turn and straighten out, it tends to pull to the right afterward. When I make a left-hand turn, I don't have that. So what I do to compensate is that the next stop sign or what have you, I will pull over or stop, turn the wheel all the way to the left, and then straighten the wheel back up again, and then it continues along like nothing ever happened. Okay. There's so many things that that can be. Yeah. It yeah. can be a lower ball joint that's, that's hung up real hard. It could be an upper strut mount that can be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a pressure problem in the power steering. Um, it could be a, a frozen tie rod end. There's so much that are, okay. is related. That I'm thinking that if you have a gray-haired guy with a rubber mallet in that car up in the air, and he's got his mm-hmm. assistant behind the wheel, I'm betting that he can find it or get 99% close. Do you, do, you, do you have a place that does your oil change that is more than just a quick lube? I tell you, I do all my stuff myself usually. Okay. Um, well, if you want to, if you want to do that, jack the front end off the ground, mm-hmm. and put your and and first start by turning the steering wheel left and right all the way with no power steering with the engine off. So okay. you're going to turn the steering wheel what we call lock to lock, left all the right. way to the end and right, and then you're going to have your wife do it and you're going to put your hands on the ball joints, you're calling the car guy. and so you're going to turn hard right. And then she's going to do the steering wheel, and the car's still off, the engine's still off, and you're going to touch the ball joints on either side. Then you're going to touch the sh- the top of the strut mounts that are underneath the hood, mm-hmm. and then you're going to mm-hmm. touch the ball joints. And you're going to look okay. for something that's different, something that's bad, something like that. Okay. Something that's different is what you're looking for. Got it. Got and if, she, and okay. if you can't get your wife to help you, then call your girlfriend, Okay. <laughs> well, hey, Rudy, I'll I can hear your wife in the back. Yeah. I know she came. <laughs> I know that's why I said it. That I heard I her in the background. So t- tell her I was just teasing, and tell her my David, my Dave, the name of the guy that was teasing you is Dave Martin. Okay, <laughs> got it. Dave Martin. All Thank right, you, Rudy. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. You're up next. How can we help you, Ed? Okay. Um, 
I've got a 2006 Carolyn, and um, I go up to Prescott a lot to work. And a couple of weeks ago, it was about 26 degrees in the morning, and the van wouldn't get up to operating temp or normal normal temperatures. I never had a problem overheating; it always run well. Okay. So I changed the thermostat. Okay. And it didn't change anything. When it's really, really cold, it still has a hard time getting up to a normal operating temperature. Okay. Um, that's a tough one because he's already done the thermostat. Yeah. Um, and what kind of a van was it? A 6 watt? A 2006 Dodge Caravan. Oh, a Dodge Caravan. Um, gosh. Um, I mean, I know how. Here, I'll just do this. The first thing I would want to do is, is I'd want it in the shop. And I would want to touch the upper radiator hose as soon as Dave gets in it and holds it at fast idle when it's cold. And I want to be able to feel if the water's moving through the top hose. I want to feel that. The other thing okay. I want to do is, is how long does it take at a, at a fast idle for the electric fans to turn on? Because that's going to be about 220, 230. And I'm going uh -huh. to use a temperature gun. Yeah. And I'm going to point it at the upper radiator hose and the lower radiator hose to make sure the upper's coming in hot and the lower's coming out cold. So there's a series of, of tests. Now, here's the next question that I really need to know. At 21, below, or 21 degrees Fahrenheit, how many miles before you got heat? Um, probably about four to six miles, I guess. Okay. Cause, cause, and I'll tell you why I ask you that. We just had 21 um, degrees up in Payson, and every single plastic pipe that fed, every single water tank that fed all the horses blew up that morning. And mm -hmm. But I had to run to the tractor supply to get some stuff, and when I started my diesel truck, it never got, blew warm air all the way to tractor supply and all the way back home. And and I didn't expect it would, and it's about three and a half, four miles there and three and a half, four miles back. And I didn't expect my truck to blow warm air in that short period of time. But if the 21 goes away and we move you from 21 to 30 or something like that, then um, I, I would think that would be a good test, and we'll be back right after this. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hey folks, it's Seth Liebson. After a year filled with bad and hard news, my friend Solar Sandy has some good news. No power bills and no solar panel payments for one year. You heard me right. If you go with Solar Sandy, she'll pay your power bills and solar panel payments for one year. No matter your politics, a power rate increase is coming next year. I say skip it. In fact, skip power bills altogether. How about that for good news? 
Just click on AskSolarSandy.com to get started. That's AskSolarSandy.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, Time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. I'll pick you up after school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Patriot App Tip number 5. Listening to 960 on the Patriot App but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the app. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to get right to the callers 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we're going to go to Don. Don, oh, by the way, I owe Ed's wife an apology. And uh, and was it Ed or Rudy that I got? Oh, it was Rudy. Okay. Was Rudy. okay. And Ed, we got to talking at uh, at the at the uh, thing. We want to make sure that you put the thermostat in right because if you flip the thermostat inadvertently, which I've done myself before, it takes forever for the car to warm up because we want the bulb that opens the thermostat to be on the hot side of the of the of the circulation and if you move the bulb to the cold side then it takes forever for it to warm up and we were talking about a temperature gun the temperature gun is going to just tell us if the thermostat housing is warming up it's yeah. going to tell us if the upper hose and lower home and you can buy a, a, a thermostat gun at harbor freight for real cheap and you'll use it for a million other things don um, when did you get out of jail jail don oh it's been a while Okay, all right, good. Are you on probation? <laughs> hey, um, I bought a motorhome, and it's on a P chassis. Uh-huh. And it's got airbags in the front. Is there supposed to be a certain amount of air in those bags? Um, 
Yeah, there's there's going to be air in those bags, but there's no, well, no sticker anywhere. I haven't looked at it that close. I just, you know, it floats along like the GMs do. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a P30 chassis. Yeah. And uh, um, I'm thinking, you know what I do? I would go find a parts store that has a ba- a, a bag for that P30, and then I would go. And look at the bag, look at the box, and look inside the box. Most parts stores will do that for you. And see what the inflation value is on the directions. But I'm guessing 50 to 80 pounds is going to be where you're at. I'm guessing. Ah, okay. Okay, it's not going to be 20, I can tell you that much. But you know what else I'd do, Don? I would air them up until you saw the the vehicle move, like the body move. Yeah. yeah, just I wouldn't certainly go. I wouldn't go over eighty pounds, but I just air it up slowly until I saw a shift because you're going to see this the body uh, lift up over the suspension. So I'd air it up just to. One I don't know moves. if I can get that much wind out of me. Um. Well, then you know, have your <laughs> wife help you. <laughs> now listen, Don. You tell her I'm kidding, okay? Don't you get me in trouble. Remember it. That's the only thing. You know. Well. Uh, I, you know what, though? I know where you work. I know you're a tow truck driver, yes. and I'm capable yeah. of saying, call Don, here's his cell phone. He gives away free tows. There you go. Okay. All righty. Hey, thanks for calling, Don. John, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, how you doing, Mark? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Good. I was calling in regards to, I bought a used uh, Ford Edge of 2019, and I know your thoughts on uh, Fords, but and then I know that your wife has a Ford. <laughs> But yeah. um, I, was, I was wondering if, uh, um, if with your experience, is that a pretty reliable uh, vehicle, the Ford Edge? Oh, sure. You're, you're a friend of my <laughs> wife, since she put you up to this, and I know damn well that's what's going on here. And uh, all right, let me let me tell you, it's turned out to be a really great car. It 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 okay. it, it it goes up and down in patience. She's got 120 thousand miles on her. We've done. Other than just simple maintenance, we've had no failures. We've had nothing wrong. I think we we did a, a, a an air dam on the bottom of the front because someone else was driving it and hit a parking block and kind of damaged that. I don't think we've done anything other than oil changes, tire rotations, and I'm not quite sure we've even done brakes on it. But that explains it's 90 miles to Payson and 90 miles back. So the answer to your question is... is it's probably an A or an A plus car, and my wife would say that she would agree with me. Excellent, so, thank you. Yeah, and, right. and I tell Mark all the oh, time. I tell on. I tell Mark all the time that I'm increasing his property value by by, by parking my Ford in front of his shop. You mean the one that's on fire right now? <laughs> huh? The one that's on fire right now? Hey, John, throw another gallon of gas on that Ford. All right. Hey, thank thank you, John. Good luck to you. But no, I really do. I'm giving you the best advice I can. Even though if I knew your last name, I'd come to your house and I would uh, paint your front door for you. But you know, he just did that on purpose. He wanted the anti-Ford guy to say something nice about the edge yes oh boy i'm mad okay mike i'm, I'm going to get your question and, and and no mike you just go right ahead we'll we'll take care of you what can we do for you all right i've got a 2005 nissan pickup the check engine light was on and by the way it was due for emissions okay um it said the left front cat which is a pre-cat was insufficient so i drove for a while and the light went off um, it was about three to four weeks of driving. Okay. The uh, 
and then there was since there was no code, I did go through emissions, and uh, it passed. Do I still change the cat? No, 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 no. Dave, right? No, yeah, no, no. Here's the deal. It 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 may not have been the cat, and there's a good chance it wasn't the cat. It's a good thing you didn't change it because the code tells you the problems in Cleveland, and you got to find. Well, first of all, you got to find the state, the city, then the street and the house number. There's an O2 sensor in front and behind that cat. If the front mm-hmm. one should always say rich and the back one should always say lean, well, if one of them goes out of whack or has, you know, gets drunk on a weekend or something like that, then we have mismatched signals. Well, the fact that the light went away is, is maybe you went out and hot-rodded or you let your grandson drive it, and he went out there and did some rip-snort and drag racing on Central Avenue, and all of a sudden it's fine. Here's what I thought you were going to say. He, the check engine light went off, and he went through emissions, and they wouldn't let him because the monitors had not reset. Right, yeah, I was thinking the same okay, thing. There's a process the after cycle. the check drive cycle. You got it. So the fact that you pass the drive cycle, the monitors reset, and your check engine light goes off, I'm 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 telling you unequivocally, if if that was mine, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. Now I would do this. Can you just drive it a little harder than you normally do? Can you can you manually shift it from first, second, and third, and every once in a while just run it to third gear and floor it when you're out on the freeway and just kind of run it kind of hard let's get the exhaust really hot and i i think that would help you i don't want you to blow the engine up i just want you to run it like you stole it okay okay <laughs> like you stole it <laughs> okay and i'm going to steal his van in just a few minutes and go run the heck out of it steve you stay there hey, I've got so- one more question for you okay hold still i got to take a break and they're yelling at me because 40 i'm supposed to hit so michael get to one more question steve you're up next and 602-508-0960 is the phone number Join the East Valley Veterans Day Parade on November 11th between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Starting at University and Center Street in downtown Mesa. Decorate your vehicle and join the parade to celebrate lives of service as you drive parade entries and exhibits from the 1st Lieutenant Frank Jr. Memorial Museum, including a large-scale replica of the USS Arizona. Join the East Valley Veterans Day Parade on November 11th in downtown Mesa. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. 
America. Welcome home, the brave. Time. It's 43 minutes after the hour. We've got Dave Martin from Dave Mar- or Martin's Auto, 16th Street South of Indian School, and he kind of knows what he's talking about about as much as me. And we're going to go back to Mike real quick, and then Steve, so and then Bob. So, Mike, you had a second question. Yes, uh, on my Nissan pickup, it's got 168,000 miles. It's been well-maintained. And the problem that when it's cold, there's like a valve clicking, like tick, 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 tick. And um, when it warms up, it gets better. Is there something I can do without replacing the old, the whole engine or the top end? Well, if it has an overhead cam, it's likely to have adjustable valves. Okay. And, and, and here's what I would do. Um, I would call a shop in the area, and I would say, I have a nine, or 2005 Nissan pickup with a blah, blah, blah motor. How much do you charge to adjust the valves? <laughs> if they say, oh, no, they're automatic adjusting, then that's your answer. But if Got they're it. adjustable, then, and at 160, if you haven't had them done, and the keywords here is, it goes away after it warms up. Right. That It changes for the better after it warms up. I would think Correct. it'd probably be a valve adjustment. That's probably what I would do. It's not easy to do, but oh, yeah. I know on this case. Yeah, but um, a valve adjustment would be one of the things I would look at. Can you think of anything? How about this? Could it possibly be a tick tick from an exhaust leak? Mm, don't know. Okay, can I? I can tell you. Even technicians will mess that up. A tick tick from an exhaust leak, and it'll be good when it, it'll be noisy when it's cold, and and then as soon as everything swells up, then, um, and I'll tell you how we would find that. We, you'd bring it in and um, and leave it overnight, and we have this machine that makes smoke, and um, we stick the machine up the tailpipe. Kind of sounds like a proctologist, you know what I mean? <laughs> and stick stick it up the tailpipe, and then we blow white smoke into the exhaust system, and if it comes out up front from the exhaust manifold, bingo. But that smoke test is like sixty bucks, so I mean it, it 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 takes a lot of equipment and it takes a chemical to make smoke and and that technician is going to be tied up for an easy half an hour, but it's either going to be one or the other, Dave. Yeah, I agree. It has it, to be it, one it, or the other. One or the other. Okay, definitely. Okay, well, Mike, good luck to you and Steve. Thank you for holding. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. On a lot of cars, when you're parking and pulling in kind of fast, and and if you don't straighten the steering wheel when you park and then you go to restart it, the key won't turn until you turn the steering wheel back. It, it, what's happening with that? It's you. I know, right? It is you. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, 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 folks, what he's talking about is is he's turning the steering wheel to the right or the left. We call loading the steering. Yeah. Okay? Now, when he, he turns the engine off, he puts it in park and turns the engine off, the steering wheel will move. It'll yeah. move left to right. Uh, maybe three inches, four inches. At that point, you've 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 tightened up all the linkage in that steering column, and 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 you like you said, you have to pull the steering wheel a half an inch to the left or a half an inch to right, which unloads the key and makes it start. So um, this is yours. You owe me six dollars. Okay, perfect. But but why why won't it start with it loaded? Because like it's that? binding up. It's binding. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's bound. It's bounding up, binding up. And we, I've I've had a I've had some elderly customers that have done that, and I go to the parking lot and have to you know just put a little muscle into it just to just to get the key to turn. So. But the key here was, as you said, that you put your hand. Let's pretend on your hand at twelve o'clock, and you just wiggle the steering wheel left and right, and all of a sudden the key works and it cranks over and starts. That's what you said, or did I misunderstand? Right, right, no, right. That's correct. Okay. So, so like if the if you look and the wheels are turned one way. 
you just turn the steering wheel the other way, or you just wiggle it around? Just wiggle it left and right. Yeah. Just keep your hand on the on the key, and then just grab it at twelve o'clock, and just kind of go left and right. But all I want you to do is different. Is this? Take a little wider turn and try to go straight into the spot. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> if you can do that five times and nothing happens, then I'm right. And you owe me six bucks. Perfect, perfect. Okay. I think I owe you six bucks. Thank okay. you, Mark. No, you put it in the in the tray next time it passes, okay? <laughs> perfect. I need all the help I can get. That's called penance right there. <laughs> Steve, thank you very much. Uh, Bob, you're up next. How can we help you? Mark, my son got an accident in Florida in a 2014 GMC Sierra pickup, and the insurance company, the frame's bent, and they ordered a new frame, and they're going to rebuild the truck. On the new frame. Yeah. So I'm really worried about what condition the truck's going to be in, you know, because they have to rebuild the whole truck at the shop. No, not really. Oftentimes the corner of the frame um, is the damaged area, the left front, right front, right rear, left rear. and But the body is still intact. So we lift the body off of the frame and we slide this new frame underneath. Now think about this. If all the bolts fit all the holes, <laughs> then we're home free. Yeah. We're home free. So th- they've already put it on a frame rack because they know the frame's bent. They've already put it on a frame rack. They already know something's going on. I want to tell you something. This wouldn't bother me a bit. Now, let me ask you a question. Who's, I don't want to give the name, but the shop that's doing the work, is it one that's been around a long time? Is it a dealership? Is it a big, big body shop? And is the insurance company running interference for your son? Yeah, you don't want me to say the name of the insurance company. Well, if you have nice things to say, then you can say the name of the insurance company. Yeah, it's Geico. And the adjuster's been in contact with us, you know, continually through the whole process. And then he says he trusts the shop that it's in. He does a lot of work with them. Okay. And Geico represented the person that hit him, too. They were at fault, the person that hit him. Yeah. And so Geico is on both ends of it or whatever. It's so. coming out of one pocket and going in the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, l- yeah. let me put you at ease even more. Um, there's there's some insurance companies that I won't work for because they want me to they want to stick their hand up the back of my shirt and move my mouth. So the question is is, you know, is this this or is that that? And and I'm and I say to them, be prepared for the truth and and you're going to pay me one or the other. Liberty Mutual, USAA, Geico, Farm Bureau. Those are the four big dogs I work for. I respect them immensely. They do right and not wrong. They don't play hide the, the, the facts, and they're there to fix the car, and they insist on fixing it right, and they don't tell me what to say. So I think I just had a case with Geico, and I was really proud to be on their side because at the end of the day, they stepped up and made everything right that they needed to make right. There was some expectations out there in Never Never Land that, that weren't reasonable, but they did everything right. So, And he's standing in front of the shop. He's representing the shop is good. Now he's in the middle between your son and the shop. All your son has to do is when he drives down the road and he picks up the truck, he gets his girlfriend behind him, and he drives straight, and she goes left and right to make sure that the left side isn't going down the road crooked and the right side isn't going, or he switches places. She drives straight, and he's behind, and he's looking down the side of the truck. And as long as it's going straight ahead, you're home free. Okay. All right? All right. All right. Good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. All righty. That, that happens a lot, but it 
did I make did I draw that picture good where the body sits down on the frame and all the holes line up? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the equipment that they've got today, the technology that we've got today, you know, years ago that was a big concern of everybody's when they got in an accident, you know, and you saw you got behind some of these vehicles and they were, you know, <laughs> with their dog walking yeah, where yeah, the butts yeah, over yeah, to the right yeah, and, and yeah. the heads over to the left. But the, with the with the technology that they've got that the body shop's got and the equipment that they've got, they can they it's precision. It's right on, you know. Even I mean, we're talking about the thickness of a piece of paper times three. Right. I mean, we're really talking thousands of an inch tolerances. Yeah. And they're not trying to cut any corners because he said it was a 14. And to put a frame underneath that's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. And and, and obviously, if, if the frame costs more than the truck's worth... They then they're looking at salvage value. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. But I wouldn't have any problem. The truck's six years old. Yeah. And I, I'm quite sure that it isn't going to be done right if everything is all bent up. Yeah. And if Geico's standing in the middle, they'll know that. And then they'll unwind the whole deal. They'll trash the truck and settle with him. And he's their client. Or You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, I believe... The four I gave you um, will not take advantage of the client under those circumstances. Right, and I, and I believe nobody wants to deal with the aftermath of that anyway. I mean, you know, they want it to be right because they don't, they, because the client's going to keep calling them. It's going to be, you know, it can turn into a big problem. And, and sometimes the adjuster will say, I've been dealing with this body shop for four years. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten in difficulty, this is a six. Yeah. Okay? They fixed this before. And I'll tell you something. When I'm done, when you're done, when they're done with it, I'm going to go drive it. And I'm going to have somebody behind me, and I'm going to drive it and make sure I can turn all the way left and all the way right, and the circles are the same size. Yeah. <laughs> and all the stuff I need. I'm going to make sure the headlights are aimed and all that stuff. And I'm smart enough to know if it's not right, I'll take it back for you. Right. Meanwhile, you stay in my rental. Um, I'm not doing advertisements for those people. Yeah. But, but I've got one right now. And this is what the conversation like. Hey, I understand you're a mechanical expert and you do tires too. I do. I do. I need you to, you know, I need you to look at this. And I, and I really need somebody to say, da, 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 da. And my client's not wrong or not, not right. Yeah. Or is right. My client is right. Yeah. And so give me the information. And I go, I can't help you. Yeah. I can't help you. Um, you're telling me that your client's wrong, but you're telling me you want to say your client's right. And, and and you should know that. But anyway, I've got a lot of cases, and my wife won't let me take any more. So I'm sorry. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. And so that's how it works. Okay. I think we've got everybody covered unless Gil has another one. All righty. Well, we got automatic transmission exchange. And Phil, um, I've often said that uh, him and, and Barney Rubble and – or no, it's – is it Barney Rubble and Fred Flintstone? Yeah. They were friends. Yeah. Because Phil's been around since automatic transmissions first came out. He's been around, and automatic transmission exchange has been around Phoenix since 1968. 40th Street in Washington, north side of the road. If you go up and down Washington, I promise you, you've seen this place. Maybe it didn't strike you as a transmission place, although there's a transmission on the sign, literally a complete transmission. But Phil's been around, and if you have a transmission problem, he's happy to drive it and talk to you about it. He's not going to fix it for free, and he's not going to spend an hour with you for free. But he's certainly capable of driving it. His, him and his staff are capable of driving it and checking it out and giving you a pretty good idea of what it is that uh, you need to do. So we've done everything we're supposed to do. Well, two hours flew by pretty quick, didn't it, Mark? Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, how how is how's your wife uh, liking you today? Uh, well, um don't she, give me hand signs she like I should zip my mouth. Okay? <laughs> she, Just, she wasn't she wasn't awake when I left the house. Let's put it that way. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, 
you, man, you can't open a door that wide in front of me. <laughs> so that means that the brouhaha the n- last night, she hasn't recovered from that yes. yet? Yes. Yes? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> and you just took a heat off my back right there. Uh, anyway, I think car repair is really a matter of a process. We have to talk to the customer. We have to have an intelligent conversation with them, and we have to be smart enough to ask them questions that are important. Does the vibration hurt? happen hot or cold? At what speed? When isn't there? When is it there? Your air conditioning only works intermittently. Where are the controls at? You can't have a three-whiskered kid on the counter who has three whiskers, obviously, and, and, and you expect him to be able to answer, ask you those questions. You're looking for a gray-haired guy or you're looking for a guy that has gray hair coming out of the neck of his T-shirt. That's what you need, or gray hair in his face. And and it's okay if you ask, um, if you're uncomfortable at the front counter, it's okay if you say, I can demonstrate this problem, and it's not Monday morning or Friday afternoon for obvious reasons. If I promise not to keep anybody out there for longer than five minutes, I can show somebody what this, what's going on. Is is that okay? Do you know any shops that wouldn't bite on that hook? Makes it so much easier. And, you know, and some people think that the more information they give you, the more it costs. It's actually the opposite. The more information that we get, the less time we spend diagnosing it, the less we charge it. And it's a matter of Q&A. Yeah, right. Okay? Absolutely. Um, we, we talked before about the starter clicking, right? And the starter clicking, and it would click, and then it wouldn't click, and then it, yes, and then I replaced it, and all that kind of stuff. That is so much better if we talk, but I'll tell you what he did say that I was kind of impressed by, and I have an FAQ 28 at my website, MarkSalem.com. FAQ 28 tells you how to use the headlights to diagnose a starter solenoid or battery connection. Think about this. If you hit the key and the headlights don't change intensity at all, we're not even triggering the starter. Right. Neutral safety switch or something like that. Right. We hit the key and it just barely dims, and the solenoid's getting power, but it ain't sending to the starter. The voltage is goes from 13 to, to 10, or 13 to 12. However, if you hit the key and it goes down below 9.6 and it goes and that's all, then it's a battery or something like that. Right. So with that kind of conversation, it's kind of like, let's ask a question or not. It doesn't, it doesn't do any good, with all due respect, it doesn't do any good for someone to say, this is, I had a problem with it starting, and I've replaced the starter and the solenoid. And I'm using this as an example. That's right. not the yeah. conversation we had with, yeah. with the gentleman. It, it, we'd like to ask questions. What yeah. was it doing? When did it do it? Hot or cold, left or right, Wednesdays or Thursdays, that kind of stuff. So, listen, thank you very much for spending your Saturday with me. I'm talking to Dave Martin from 16th Street, south of Indian School, Martin's Auto, second generation. Good guy, knows what he's doing, and I know his dad, so if there's a problem, you call me and I'll talk to his dad. Um, What's your dad's name? Dennis. Dennis. I knew you'd know that. So, Dennis (laughs) Martin is the guy that runs the shop, and and Dave here is his son. So, if you have a problem, then Dennis is the one you want to ask for. But, actually, Dave's better off to take care of it. See you next week right here.